For Fiji, it is simply the greatest moment in their rugby history. Yes, just a wonderful, wonderful occasion for Fiji and rugby. It was only a few years ago they beat the French as well. Two-time Olympic champions in sevens. You've got to say they are on a roll. A team who could cause even more upsets at the Rugby World Cup. Beating England 30 points to 22. I was devastated yesterday with the All Black performance. Got to say, absolutely stoked with that Fijian performance. There's not many things in life I hate, but English rugby is certainly one of them. <laughs> Alongside of me, former All Black halfback Steve Devine. I think the whole world agrees with you, mate, except for the English supporters, obviously. It's funny how when the England scorer trying to go through four sets of hands and goes through the back line, it's the greatest try in the history of the game, and yet the All Blacks do it every week, and then you get journalists out there still critiquing yeah, the All Blacks, still also, telling us how bad we are and how boring we are. I also heard them call England uh, Twickenham the fortress. I mean, Jeepers, yeah. I now, don't think they're that good there. We're going to go to Fiji. Uh, we've got Jay White on the program now. He was a board member for New Zealand Rugby, uh, for Fiji and Rugby right up until 2022. Every year he pretty much hosts and puts on the Coral Coast Sevens, which is one of the great Sevens events anywhere in the world. He's also been formerly the Mayor of Singatoga. Runs a very good river safari company in Singatoga. If you are in Fiji, do go on Singatoga River Safaris. But I've got him on because I want to gain some sort of understanding of what this means to the Fijian people. Jay, good afternoon. Good morning. Welcome. Bula. Bulevanaka, everyone. Bula, bula. Okay, Jay, I mean, it, you heard me. It's been a great era for New Zealand rugby, uh, for Fijian rugby. What does this one mean, mate? I mean, did anybody pick this? Uh, the the true believers uh, were talking about that it's possible based on the the form that the team's been in. Um, so for some it wasn't a surprise, but obviously for many it certainly is uh, one for the books. You know, Fiji defeating England in uh, Twickenham. So it certainly looks good for the Rugby World Cup coming up shortly. Yeah, and I, sorry, I sense it'd be a real sense of nationalism in Fiji. I mean, we know how much they love their sevens, how much they love their rugby. Everyone's throwing a rugby ball around. How will Fiji be reacting this morning on the islands? Oh, with immense pride, you know, like uh, a nation of less than a million people uh, taking down the, the, the powerhouse that is, is English rugby. Um, you know, the, a lot of it. The true believers, you know, we've always believed that Fiji rugby can succeed once it's given a chance, and I can't really understate the value of uh, the Ndrua being in the Super Rugby competition with the, the, the key players in the, in the uh, Fijian team now really uh, making a massive difference to the, the quality of the, the team that Fiji can put out, not just relying on the uh, Northern Hemisphere um, players that are contracted in French and English rugby, we are now producing, you know, local players that are, are staying at home, playing against, uh, you know, the best of Australia and New Zealand week in, week out. And the Drua team has really made a massive difference to, to the Fijian national team. Mate, let's talk uh, a little bit more about that because I am probably the biggest fan of the Drua this year. I, I've absolutely loved the way they've played their rugby. and have thrown the ball around and, and just made rugby entertaining again. Um is it had is it had a, a, like a big appeal up there in Fiji? Is, is it is it is it is it a big thing now for the for everyone to have a local team to support? Oh, absolutely! Um, you can see that you know the, every every home game is basically almost a sellout. Um, you know the we've I saw one of the games where I was uh, the the New Zealand fans that flew in to be a part of the atmosphere because it is one of those things that you want to be there. You want to be a part of that atmosphere, the the electricity that the Fijian crowds create. Uh, the Fijian fans, male and female, really understand the game. They they cheer when you know the right things happens, and they certainly let the referee knows when he's done the wrong thing. 
Um, <laughs> but you know, Fijian rugby, Fijian rugby is um, certainly trending in the right direction. Um, you know, Simon's took took the team away to uh, Tabuni for a a week camp, and that was basically for the the players from those that have been away in the northern hemisphere and those in, that have been playing with Andrua to reconnect with the Fijian people, the culture, and really show them what they're what they're truly playing playing for. Um, you know, there's been a fantastic build-up, and I certainly, as I said earlier, I think Fijian, uh, the Fijian rugby side will certainly uh, turn some heads at the World Cup. Mate, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was not long out of school, and I had a sevens tournament to play in Fiji, and I, the crowd was just electrifying. I've never, I've never seen such huge grown men uh, laugh with such <laughs> high-pitched squeals. It was, a, it was an amazing <laughs> afternoon, but uh, it was a tough afternoon getting beat up by. Uh, by the big Fijian boys, um, you know, you, you just produce so many big athletes over there, and um, I'm just so excited to see where this team can go in the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, Jay, uh, look, I mean, we've always known Fiji, Samoa, Tonga. I've always said this. I think the best talent pool anywhere in the world across all of sport, but it's about putting infrastructure in place. It's about putting some resource. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about how those things have evolved over the last 10 years, going from basically not having that to now having some infrastructure. How difficult has it been and what has been the big turning point? Well, like I said, the... Um, I- you know, anecdotally, some of the information that I've shared with the, on the board was um, a comment made by Rugby Australia uh, years ago. I heard was that look out for Fiji once they get organised, um, and it's sort of coming to fruition now with what's happened with Andrua. You know, only in the second season we made the finals. Um, obviously, going down to the eventual winners, but um, I, you know, in the, when they had their first chance in the NRC, um, by year three we won it. So I'm not I'm not predicting that the Andrew are going to win Super Rugby in year three, but I'm certainly going to give it a, a red hot crack in 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 the in the third year and onwards. But now having the infrastructure with the you know um, the facilities in Nandi, um, where it's a true um, professional outfit, a true professional system, um, players can stay home with their families. They don't need to travel abroad to to make a, a living. Um, it's just so many things, so many layers to it that uh, are obviously helping. The Fijian players um, compete at the highest level. Um, obviously, you know, with um, strength and conditioning, having you know access to all the best facilities and and training methods, and and obviously coaches as well. Um, the players that perform so well against England, you know, half the team were draw players. So you can really see the uh, the impact that that's having for for the national team, and obviously for players now that are coming through the ranks. Just having the weekend uh, Dean's finals, you know, the schoolboy rugby in Fiji. These guys can now aspire to play for the Ndrua rather than having to think about overseas contracts or potentially representing New Zealand or, or Australia or the like, you know. Jay White is my guest on the program uh, recently, well up until last year was a board member for Fiji and Rugby based up there in Singatoka uh, Jay, small country, Sevens is huge uh, you know it's given Fiji a real global point of view with the two Olympic gold medals is there harmony between those that play Sevens and those that play Fifteens or is there a division? No, no the great thing in, in, in Fiji is that Rugby is Rugby and obviously some of the greatest success that uh, the nation's had is, has been in the Sevens arena. There's certainly no um, division, so to speak. Um, they, you know, Everyone plays Sevens growing up and then move into 15s and then they can some do go back to Sevens. Um, but you know, the success of the, the Olympic program really was a, 
I guess a, a catalyst for for those to pay attention that Fiji needs a, needs an opportunity um, in the in the 15s world um, with the obviously Australia New Zealand giving the uh, the green light to Fiji being given a franchise. Um, but no, sevens is really a pathway for many players to to move into 15s. Jay, uh, let's look at the World Cup. You In your pool, you have Australia and you have Wales. Have you just used yep. your trump card of surprise? <laughs> I think Wales are always nervous when they play. <laughs> that's right. Wales are always nervous whenever they play Fiji. If you go back to 2007, Fiji bumped Wales out. Um, unlucky not to bump South Africa off. Um, if you remember back to the, that game yeah. there, they were coming home with a wet sail. Unfortunately, bombed a, a critical try there. Um, but, you know, people talking about this is the greatest win for Fiji rugby. Some may debate that um, based on what they did at the 2007 World Cup. But I know at the last World Cup, we were, we were playing quite well against Australia in the first pool match. And then um, they took out Padeliato. Um, and he was taken off the field due to a head injury. Um, up until that, up until that point, uh, he was really destroying Australia. Um, but I think, you know, in, in many ways, uh, a lot of teams will certainly be up for the challenge now with Fiji. They won't be um, mate, going in there taking it lightly. I, I just made. I think on paper, and I think the way the draw have played this year, particularly against the Australian teams, I, I 100% believe that you can beat Australia in this <laughs> World Cup. Uh, we, we also believe that too. Um, you, know, you nailed it on the head there against the Australian opposition. Uh, the Fijian boys really, a lot of the comments I've seen is from Australian players that they find that they struggle with the um, sort of unstructured nature of Fijian rugby. Um, it's hard to defend when they don't know where they're going or, you know. Um, so I think that's a, a, a task for Simon and the coaching staff is to sort of obviously harness that quality of Fijian rugby, but also with a bit of a structured play that's required to in particular game management with uh, Caleb Muntz, who played quite well against England this morning. Yeah, mate, I tell you, if you do, uh, if the boys do get on top of uh, Eddie Jones at the World Cup, I will be having a cup <laughs> session. I will lock that in. <laughs> Fantastic. Carver's hey, all around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, Jay, wonderful, wonderful. I mean, we all hate English rugby with an absolute passion. It's, 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 and, and look, congratulations. Remarkable, remarkable moment. I hope Fiji thoroughly enjoy it. Hey, look, before we do let you go, uh, you are heavily involved in the Fiji Coral Coast Sevens, but you're based up there in Singatoka. You run the Fiji River, you run the Singatoka Safari uh, up the jet boats up the river there. Tell us just a little bit about that, because yep. clearly a lot of people do head yeah. up to Fiji for holidays. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I followed a dream to start the Singatoka River Safari based on my own first experience when I was a 13-year-old kid visiting Fiji and was taken up into the interior of Navosa and just fell in love with the people and the culture and just thought other people need to see that side of it. And later that year in 91, went to New Zealand, did a jet boat ride, loved that. And that's where the two ideas came together. So I'm just a, a living example of what a holiday can do. It can change your life. So <laughs> the best of New Zealand meets the best of Fiji and... It's all about giving people a chance to, you know, immerse themselves in the Fijian culture and, and get to know the people. We work with 18 different villages, so each day it's a different village. So it's a, a true Fijian experience. You, you are so right about the people of Fiji. They they are the most beautiful people on the planet. Yeah. yeah hey, Jay. 100%. Look, I do have a question that I do have a question that's come in from Piranada. He just says, "Is France still the choice for the Fijian players?" as the Drua are losing players to the north. I mean, what, what, what are still some of the challenges? Is it still find a, have some, you know, still requiring greater financial resource 
to keep yes. the players rather than just the draw ultimately being a little bit of a um, a, a bit of an audition for perhaps you know, you know say it lightly well I'd say it with a little bit of cynicism but higher you know higher yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of people always ask me what you know because they come to Fiji and they love the the experience and they say, well, why do Fijians leave? And at the end of the day, it's a basically an economic decision. And same thing with the rugby players. You know, they, these guys are getting paid you know a decent wage with the draw, but obviously they can't compete with what's on offer in French rugby. If they could, I, I think you'd find a lot of players would never leave. They'd stay. Um, so. If and when we can some get a get a bit of parity um, with what they're offering in the Northern Hemisphere, you'd see the best of Fijian players staying locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from a coaching point of view too, how important is it the coaching staff understand the, the Fijian way of life, understand some of the cultural aspects? And uh, look, I, I mean, I imagine there's a template that most Europeans have in terms of the way you set a team up, what's expected and what's not expected. How different is it for Fijian? What are those core values that are still at the root of the team and from a cultural point of view. Yeah, that's um, Simon's come in and, and brought in a, a completely um, Fijian-based um, coaching squad. Uh, they brought in uh, Reverend Chochi Rinakama, who's a, a famous uh, name in Fijian rugby. He was the um, he's a, obviously a reverend by background, so he's there giving the boys the, the religious. Um, um, uh, you know, bringing into the team, uh, and obviously, he was involved with the 2007 squad. So some would say that he's a, a good omen for the team. Um, so it's very important in, like most island nations, the element of faith, uh, the element of uh, lotu that they they have every morning and afternoon. Um, so uh, Reverend Rinakama's bringing that to the squad. Simon's got um, uh, a lot. Fijian-based uh, um, coaches. One was the uh, women's coach who came across to join the the men's side, who was the um, women's drawer coach last season when they won the competition. Um, and yeah, so it's obviously it's important that these guys understand the Fijian psyche. Uh, Simon, being a former captain and, and player, he knows it very well and knows it intimately. Um, so yeah, that, that's I think that's the the. the the strongest suit for Fiji at the moment is a lot of guys involved really know the Fijian people, the culture and, and the players. Jay White, it's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure. Congratulations on your Fiji and Drua team getting up and beating England, mate. Tire Nation here in New Zealand absolutely smiling. Not the Ndrua. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> getting, getting my teams confused, getting my super rugby with my Fijian team. Um, That's all but right. no, look, congr- congratulations. And like I say, all of New Zealanders um, smiling here today. Um, yesterday morning today celebrating because you've done us all a favour mate you've beaten the team everyone hates Minaka thank you so much and um, we look forward to the Rugby World Cup and hopefully meeting New Zealand in the final (laughs) sorry Steve I I just mate just looking at the World Cup draw um, you know you guys knock over Wales or Australia finish go through to the quarter final you're probably going to have England or Argentina which I think both bootable teams I mean you're not you're looking likely for a, a, a semi-final spot I mean it's pretty exciting Yes, 100%. And uh, the conversations I've had with, you know, we, we were looking at, you know, this obviously a, a chance here in this World Cup, but even four years later with another four years in the Super Rugby competition uh, and playing in Australia, we certainly think we'll go quite well then as well. Um, I saw an interview was with um, Drew Mitchell and Will Genia, and they were all talking about Fiji as sort of their, their pick to sort of make the upsets in the, in the pool stages and get through. 
So, yeah, no, we're, we're certainly looking quite good. It just it comes down to obviously what happens 80 minutes on the day um, and how the boys, um, you know, shape up. Last World Cup, we sort of got pipped, knocked off by Uruguay, which shouldn't really, realistically shouldn't have happened. But um, hopefully we're up for every match in the, in the, in the pool stages. Jay, as always, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There you go. Jay White there, former former board member of Fiji and rugby, lives up there. He's been the mayor of Singatoga, got a very successful business, uh, very much well and truly part of that um, team, I guess, or the governance in terms of trying to take Fiji and get the very best out of it. And I think that was demonstrated today with that very good victory over England.